everybody. Welcome to the I Am A Woman podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Strickland. I am super honored to have my dear, dear friend, Christina Boudreaux back on the show. She is absolutely so well worth listening to. Last week, we talked about the epidemic of suicide, depression, gender confusion, and sexual violence in particular among the youth in America and how pornography and social media is impacting these young people and also drawing them in to possibly the LGB community and looking at ways that the church can truly bring hope and healing to their hearts. So I love having you back on the show, Christina. Thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. So last week we talked about your trip to India, going out there and ministering to girls in the public schools. What was the percentage you said of girls that have been raped in India? Um, 80%. 80% of girls in India have been raped and never taught that that is wrong never taught that that is a violation to the sanctity of their bodies. And so Christina is uh, been minis- is been ministering in India several years. When she gets back from India on this next trip, you're going to Chile. So tell me about that trip. What is going on with the youth in Chile? And the government is actually bringing you in to share the gospel. So tell my listeners all about it. Yeah, you know, so last year I did my first trip to Chile and uh, the government, you know, just because of COVID, you know, they're just desperate, you know, their youth are, you know, dealing with, you know, depression, suicide, there's a lot of gang violence, there's just a lot of struggles. And so with us, you know, coming in, the government opened up the doors for us to come into the public schools to do mandatory assemblies. That means that all the kids at these, and it's a, it's a communist country right now, by the way, but it's just the Lord that these principles and the government is just like, yeah, we want you guys because we know that what you have to offer, which we know is the Lord, um, has the power to transform these kids' lives, you know, because they're bringing in counselors, they're bringing in all these other things, but nothing's working and they realize they need something more. And so, you know, when we went to the schools, you know, there was, we reached probably maybe 25,000, 27,000 kids when we went, because we're doing like three or four schools a day, one to 2000 kids at each school. We're doing altar calls. We're praying for these kids. We're plugging them into church. And every girl that I walked up to, or, you know, that came up to me, because these kids, when you think of a church event, this is the first time they're ever, that anyone's ever talking about abuse. Every, anyone's ever talking about suicide or mental health or anything and giving them actual hope. And so for the first time in their lives, they're like, Oh my gosh, like they know what I'm talking about. Right. Kind of like the woman with the issue of blood. They're like, that's hope is there. Healing is there. And they, what they do is they encounter the Lord, they encounter the Holy spirit and they're like, okay. So they come up to us and it's just kid after kid, just like rolling up their sleeves, showing us their scars girls just coming up to us crying, just sharing about every girl I encountered had a story of sexual abuse, rape. They're sharing about suicide. So many girls that have talked about how many times they tried to overdose on pills, hang themselves, commit suicide. It's crazy. And a lot of them are from these gang communities. Hmm. They don't have fathers. Uh, They're being forced into just unspeakable situations. And so when I got back last year, I talked to our who's team and I said, listen, 
I want to go back to Chile, but I want to go back for the girls and I want to do a girls conference. But what the Lord did was the Lord, my, my vision's this big, but the Lord's vision's this big. And so yeah. what turned into me wanting to tour just one city again, the, the government, the doors have been opened by the government. The Lord is the Lord's hand in eight different cities in Chile for us to go into the schools and to do these assemblies again. So I'm doing these co-ed assemblies, but I'm doing these workshop assemblies specifically for the girls right after at these schools mm. to go deeper with these issues, mm. um, to talk with these girls about purity, body image, trauma, the healing in Christ, eating disorders. And so when we were talking, I originally was like, Lord, I need to give these girls something so mm. that when I leave, you know, they can go deep with these issues yeah. because this is the only like one of the areas we're going to in Chile, they don't even have a church there. But one of our guys that's the Calvary Chapel guy is going with us and he's going to start a Bible study and plant a church because of all the outreach events we're doing to funnel these kids. Like this wow. is like we're like kind of pioneering something, you know, which is the mm. Lord. And so I love that in our conversation, you were like, Christina, my book, Beautiful Eyes is translated into Spanish. Yeah. And I've read that book, you know, I downloaded it on iBooks, like, you know, when it first came out, I love that book. I've read all your books, they've changed my life. And I literally was like, dude, if I could get this, like your books into the hands of these girls, because your book verbatim talks about everything all these girls are going through that they don't have anyone to walk with them through these issues after I leave. But your book sure. is a perfect tool to do that mm. in their language. So we talked about putting together a campaign to fund where I could bring 700 of these books into schools in eight cities in Chile. Like mm. that's going to mean so many of these girls, that's going to mean Bible studies are going to be started with the Calvaries there with these girls. That means that leaders are going to be able to take these girls through these issues that means that these girls are going to find so much freedom and healing in christ not just through the gospel but through working and discipling through these issues like chains will be broken so that they don't have to that their children won't deal with these issues and their children it really is breaking the generational chains sure in these girls lives and so i'm really excited for this because it was an answer to a prayer where I said, Lord, like I want to give these girls something, but I don't really have anything to give them, you know, personally. Mm -hmm. And so when we talked, it was just such an answer to prayer, but it's really God's heart for these girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible to me. It's, it's crazy. Cause when I wrote, I wrote beautiful lies like many years ago, uh, but at the same, but we have a lot of, of, of the books still in hand and it seems like the issues are just on steroids. They're just magnified issues of eating disorders and self-harm. You know, it's eating disorders and self-harm often come from the sexual violence or the abandonment or the emotional abuse that, you know, it sounds like these girls are being incredibly, and I don't think even most people in the USA can even contemplate, you know, what it is like to be growing up in a communist nation, first of all, and with families involved in the drug trade and girls' bodies are literally traded like commodities. And Christina was telling me that last time she was in Chile, every single girl she talked to was dealing with eating disorders, poor self-image, 
self-harm, depression, anxiety, suicide. And that is the purpose of our ministry is to provide resources for hurting women and girls. That's what we do. That's all we do. And so when she told me she was going over there uh, again, and <laughs> we had such yeah. a laugh about it because she'd been trying to get resources you know, books or something to give to the girls. And I'm like, Christina, I was here all along. <laughs> yeah. But but I was like, wait, wait, wait. Yes, I do. I have a book in Spanish. So this is a book, if you're watching on YouTube or, or Instagram, this is my book, uh, Mentiras Atra Atractivas. Is that how I say it, Christina? Yeah. So yeah. Menti Mentiras Atractivas, which is beautiful lies in Spanish. And we are partnering with Christina to bring 700 of these books into Chile so that when she goes, that's a, actually a small number considering that she's going to be reaching 40, she and the whosoever's, uh, the movement she's a part of, they're going to be reaching about 45,000 youth. You said in eight cities, they're going to be there for three weeks. So about half of that is 22,000 girls. So we're just gonna be praying for Christina. We've got 700 of these books that we wanna get sponsorships for so that she can really highlight the leaders and the influencers and the needy girls, the girls that need this message the most. Beautiful Lies is super simple in the sense that it just shows actually girls and guys. In fact, just so you know, Christina, we've had, uh, we have a local Christian school here who teaches this book to boys and girls because the five lies that, that these kids believe and the five truths that beautiful lies talk about are pretty much universal. Mm -hmm. um, I'm only as valuable as what man says about me or how men have treated me. Um, I'm only as valuable as what I see in the mirror. Uh, I have to measure up to the images of the media. Um, I have to hide my pain. I'm controlled and manipulated by what I see on Instagram and TikTok. Those are the lies that these kids believe. But the truth is, the truth sets them free. And I know, I know for you, Christina, discovering your identity in Christ set you free. I want you to share a little bit about that. And then you guys, I want to give you a link and a way that you can support Christina right now. Remember this perfect religion is taking care of widows and orphans. You know, a lot of these kids are fatherless, right? A lot of these kids do not have a strong father figure, mother figure, church or community to support them. And we want to make a difference in these kids' lives. Christina, how did how did just simply learning the lies you believe that, you know, that your identity in Christ, how did that make a difference for you? Considering you came from a pretty tough background, you also were sexually abused from a very young age by a woman. You know, that's not that that, that is a very difficult thing to overcome. Yeah, you know, Jennifer, you know, even as I'm sitting here, just like talking with you and just thinking about, you know, bringing these books to Chile, like I went through all of that growing up, right? The eating disorders, cutting depression, suicide. But your book was the first book that I ever read at the age of 18 that ever talked about any of the things I was going through. Right. And it really shed light on so many of the lies I had believed. And I went through your girl perfect Bible study at the age of 18, changed my life. 
And that was the first time I actually, someone actually biblically took me through those lies, you know, because it wasn't being taught on Sundays. It wasn't being taught, you know, at youth group, like youth pastors are guys and like, they don't know how to address girl issues. My youth leaders, it was like totally above their pay grade. (laughs) And when I think about that, your book put words to everything I had experienced that helped me to know that I wasn't alone, but also that there was freedom in Christ. I think about how I've received that grace from the Lord to now like be able to take that same truth, right? That you put words to those, to the things that these girls are going through to now pass to them is like such a gift, you know, like, I just, I can't put words to it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It really is amazing to think, you know, we met when you were just 18 years old and here you are a young, beautiful, perfect 33 year old missionary traveling around Mm -hmm. the world, sharing the gospel. Like it it actually makes me like emotional (laughs) just to think that you would go to these places where these kids are hurting and, uh, and bring these books. And so you guys, if you are listening today, I want you to, to hear this loud and clear. The call of the Christian is to bring hurting people hope. That is our calling. That is our only assignment is to share the gospel in the love of Jesus Christ and let God do the rest. These kids do not have to clean up to come to the altar. They are going to come to school the days that the whosoever's go into these schools. (laughs) We need to be praying for these. They're going to 40 different schools, eight cities, 45,000 kids, 22,000 girls. And we are looking for only 700 supporters to just come behind us. You can get a one beautiful lies book. You can get five, 10, a hundred. Give as much as you possibly can give because we are going to resource Christina to go into some of the most hopeless, dark places in the world. And it's crazy to think it's in a communist country, in a public school, in the heart of a child who has been raped, abused, traded, and never even taught that they were more valuable than that. Never even taught that they were valued and loved and cared for by the Father. So please do do yourself a favor and partner with us this time. Even if you've never been a donor before, I wanna encourage you, come alongside Christina and the whosoever's as they go in to some of the darkest, most, most painful places in the world, which is the corners of these kids' heart, and they bring the light of the gospel. And when they leave, we want to leave them with a resource that will simply show them the lies they're believing about themselves, the truth of who they are in God's eyes. And we are planning to translate our videos into Spanish, get the leader guides into Spanish, get the Bible studies into Spanish, because by the time she goes there, we want to fully equip the local leaders to take these kids through this study. Okay. Any final words, Christina, that you have for anyone listening today? Yeah. You know, I think it's so, um, I want to share one last thing. There was this girl at this school we went to in this area called Altus PCO. Cause sometimes you could hear big numbers, right? We're reaching thousands of kids and 
these girls or whatever. And there was this girl just to put like a story to like a statistic, you know, um, that we went to this school and I opened up and I shared my story and then my friend got on and then he closed it out and did the altar call. And while my friend was sharing, there was this girl that came up to me and on her phone, she wrote down, I have like, my story is just like your story. And I said, really? And so as I began to talk to her, she rolled up her sleeves and showed me her scars on her arms from cutting. She talked about her sexual abuse. She talked about her suicide and all these things she was going through. And this girl that day, it truly was like, this was like 2,500 kids at this school. And this girl saw me and was like, I don't know who that girl is with the blue hair, but she has something that I need, which was the Lord. So he led this girl to Christ. The Lord totally encountered her. And that girl's life, like she lives in an area that is very poor. Mm-hmm. Her parents are migrants to Chile. Live, they live in work camps. And this girl who like encountered Christ, you know, like it's truly beautiful because these kids don't have a lot a lot of schools we go to these kids their only meal they get for the day is at school because they're so poor like we are truly reaching just people that would never even walk into a church or have access to anything like this you know in the U.S. we have so many resources and we have some like and we're inundated with resources and books over there they don't have anything Wow. And so that this might be the only like Jennifer, you talk about in your testimony, that Bible that the people gave you that day at the park, like that was your lifeline. Like, yeah, this is truly going to be, I believe, such an answer to a prayer that God saw that girl that day at that school. And he knows the ones that are going to be reached during this tour. And we only did a fraction last year of what we're doing this year. We only did a week, but we're doing three weeks, which is wow. like so we don't even usually do three weeks tours because we like it's so much but the lord brought together an amazing team so this is like such a once in a lifetime opportunity of what the lord has done and so i'm just really thankful um just for you know everyone praying and i just want to ask that you guys would give so that we could put that book into the hands of one of the girls at that at the schools like that girl i just said yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So this is the book. It's Beautiful Lies in Spanish. You can go to the link in the show notes to give today and please share this podcast. If there's one podcast or one video, or one support letter that you get from me um, that you ever share, I would like you to please share this one because we are really going to the places that Jesus called us to go. And he said to go that we are called to seek and save what is lost. Christine, I'm going to send you off with a quick prayer and then we're going to close out. Father, I thank you so much for Christina and for her, uh, for her heart, uh, for her ministry, for her calling, for her sacrifice. Lord, I thank you that you are a God that opens doors that no man can shut. You are a God that, that opens places in kids' hearts, in communist countries, in public schools. Lord, there's no place that your love cannot go. And I pray that your love would go with them, that your favor and protection and covering would be over them. Mm. And I pray that our ministry will be able to support her and send all 700, if not more, books and resources along with them so that they can uh, follow up with these kids and disciple them to know their identity in Christ. 
And uh, may your favor be upon them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review and send me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Our email address is support at youaremore.org. That's support at the letter U, the letter R, M-O-R-E.org. And follow me on Instagram or Facebook. I would love to connect with you guys over there. My handle is at Jennifer Strickland underscore author. I am so happy to have you a part of the show. Thanks so much for listening. You have a blessed day.